0: Hey, y'all, welcome to season one of the I Don't Know What to Call It podcast. That's right, we don't have a name and we don't really know what to call this thing, but we're here to have some crazy, dope conversations with you as our guest. So, I'm your host, Errol.
1: And I'm your host, Ashley B. And even though we don't have a name, we do have a common goal, and that's to help you dominate your sphere of influence, push past your fears, and live the life God designed for you.
0: I co sign, I co sign. That sounds like a great (laughs) plan. (laughs) Let's get into the episode.
1: Hey y'all, welcome back to the I Don't Know What to Call It podcast. We are extremely excited to be having this discussion with you today. First things first, I hope you are not doing anything. Go ahead and sit down, begin to seclude yourself so that we're able to have this discussion together. I am your co-host Ashley and with me is
0: errol hey y'all how y'all doing (laughs) and
1: we are ready to just chat with you all today this discussion is like really really exciting and it's something that is about to flow from the top of the dome y'all and we're really um just excited to be able to unpack this together how you doing today errol
0: i'm doing pretty all right it's been a long day Mm -hmm. but we are here we are back and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing at this hour so i'm happy i'm excited and How you we done? made it we did make it we made Listen, it it's
1: only monday it feels only, like it's friday it's
0: a friday but i mean they'll be listening to this on a friday but it is it is a monday as we record this
1: From monday yes like a friday and a monday together yes for a monday. monday and a friday but would it so be for a monday or ma friday
0: i don't know i'm confused now actually
1: like monday and friday together ma friday ma
0: friday ma friday ma
1: for monday
0: ma friday. Ma friday. Ma friday friday
1: friday
0: friday friday all right. <laughs> it's we day between sunday and monday the so family don't want the it. family don't want it it's all right we tried we tried
1: but yes so go ahead and give us these idk facts today
0: yo so i've been doing some research and this idk fact some of y'all must know what this is because half the people that listen to us are doctors but it says a single sneeze travels 100 miles per hour and shoots a mm-hmm. hundred thousand germs into the air Ew. Let's talk about COVID because that's
1: how it's spreading. That
0: <laughs> that <laughs> has to be the way that it's spreading because that's ridiculous. hundred miles per hour.
1: You know what I just thought about? You seen the movie Osmosis Jones?
0: I think I did, it's yes. It's a
1: cartoon movie about all this stuff that's happening yes, inside, ins- your
0: inside your body. Yes, inside your body. When I thought
1: about that, I saw a whole bunch of Osmosis Jones just coming out of somebody's no, mouth. No,
0: that is so trifling. <laughs> this is why people are like, this is why we have germophobes. Because stuff travels and stuff spreads and people are just like, yo...
1: Especially because Just you're supposed to sneeze in your shirt. People be sneezing in their hands and not washing their hands after. But afterwards.
0: what's the difference, right? This, uh. I always thought about this. What's, what's the difference between sneezing in your hand and sneezing in your shirt if you are the type of person that's going to hug somebody? Okay. You, do you see what I'm saying? You're hugging people, especially in the summertime or the springtime. You're hugging people with the same sneezed up, um, I don't know what the inside of your elbow is called, but that part. <laughs> you wrapping it around <laughs> the their neck. Your, you wrapping it around up. Their. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know what that's called. But this you're doing doing—you're literally doing the same thing. You, mm-hmm. Instead of putting it on their person, you're putting it on their clothes, which then allows them to bring it home, mm-hmm. bring it back to their bedroom. Whatever they want to do with their clothes at the end of the day, they're still taking it back with them. So is it more effective to sneeze in your hand than to sneeze into your shirt? Or is the solution to actually sneeze in your hand and then use hand sanitizer for your hands? No. Because you can't use hand sanitizers on clothes. No, but... I said sanitizers. You can't use... <laughs> You can't use hand sanitizer on clothes. So but doctors sense. tell
1: you to sneeze in your shirt and Did not in your hand. Did anyone ever tell you
0: that the doctors don't always know what's best?
1: They do sometimes. Sometimes. Majority, but 90, but not 98% time. of the time, they know what they're talking
0: about. Well, this 2% is not making sense. I guess, sense. It's not but imagine enough.
1: when you sneeze in your hand, what if you don't have hand sanitizer and you go to open the door?
0: Then you can wash your hands before you open don't the door. Do
1: that. That's nasty. the problem.
0: They need to be responsible. <laughs> I need, the, I need the adults to be responsible in 2021. I want every adult to take responsibility for their sneeze and take responsibility for their germs. Because y'all are spreading viruses.
1: Wait, but what if they don't have hand sanitizer on them? You suggest sneezing. Hold the
0: sneeze. Hold it? Hold it. Hold
1: it. That can kill you.
0: Again, I heard that somebody can like <laughs> blow out their whole trachea or something. Oh, and But <laughs> Where is that? It's a part of the throat. Okay. It's a part of the throat. Yeah, but ears, do you need a trachea? I think your ears, nose, and your throat are connected
1: to the trachea.
0: No, like to the body, to the throat. <laughs> and yes, you need a trachea, Ashley. What need does a trachea,
1: trachea do?
0: I don't know, we but gotta it's Google something us. with the it's something with the throat. We're not on here to talk medicine. I'm sorry, we are not medical <laughs> we're not professionals. Doctors. We are not doctors or medical professionals, y'all. So any advice that we give you, please, we're not. Listen, go
1: to your doctor. Go to your doctor. Ask them.
0: Don't sue us. Go we sue don't know us. what we're talking about. We are not. <laughs> But this is from um, perspective, so
1: yeah. This is good, so today's discussion is really exciting. Um, We're talking about not backing down in Mm -hmm. every area of your life. Um, I think about when I was a kid, right, and I was that person that would get intimidated really, really easily. Mm -hmm. I would act like I wouldn't get intimidated, but I would get intimidated really easily to cause me not to voice my opinion or how I felt because the people who are around me will really cause me to shut down and begin to just internalize everything and not really express how I felt or the things that I wanted. So it literally caused me to back down in every area to other people, to family members, to Mm -hmm. other women. I used to really back down and go into seclusion because I was afraid that what I had to say was automatically gonna get shut down by other people.
0: I wonder why that is. Oh, you know, man. I like every time we start talking, I just like to ask questions. Oh my gosh. Why did that? Like, what? Where did that stem from? Mm-hmm. Was that like a? Did that some? Was that something that happened in your childhood? Uh-huh. And like, did you just discover that over time? Was it like, yo? I always had this fear. Like, I don't like talking in front of people, um, or whatever I say is going to be shut down. Was that an insecurity thing? Like, mm-hmm. what? how did that even come about with being intimidated.
1: I think that it started from a childhood in school and everything like that and trying to express myself in a different way. So Mm -hmm. here's the thing. I used to be like mouth almighty, (laughs) y'all. And people used to get really upset with me because I would go off or cry and continue to talk until my point was understood. Um, Mm -hmm. But before that, like people would really silence me so that I wouldn't really, really be able to express how I felt or my vantage Mm -hmm. point or my viewpoint and as I grew up I began to really take that with me Mm -hmm. um, and really think that what I had to say was not valid and Mm -hmm. what I had to say really didn't have any impact on people and it really formed the way that I had relationships (laughs) Your phone better blow up (laughs) (laughs) It really formed the way I began to create relationships Mm -hmm. and in certain relationships I would really silence myself because I thought that their voice mattered more than mine because
0: they kept shutting they down. kept shutting mm-hmm. me down
1: when I was younger. And I didn't that's
0: interesting.
1: Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't really have a way to express that. So although I was a mouth almighty, I would try to over articulate myself and I would get shut down every time I tried to articulate myself. Mm-hmm. So as I got into my adult ages, as I began to like go into college and things of that nature, um, I really felt like everybody else's viewpoint mattered more than mine.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. That's a pretty deep story. I mean, I don't think mine is as deep. Oh my
1: gosh. Do you think
0: that's deep? <laughs> yeah, that's deep. I yeah. mean you lived half of your life oh my fighting intimidation. Like
1: Yeah. I be punching it in the face still to this day. You gotta punch
0: it in the face till it hurts. You
1: gotta punch it in the face <laughs> until it hurts, and then when it gets knocked, no, nah, I'm not gonna even do it. Yeah. I was about to say set it on fire. <laughs> no, don't set it on fire. You're I mean,
0: not setting fire <laughs> Oh my god, I don't but... wanna get in trouble for <laughs> <arson>. What? <laughs> Anyway, I to to jail. <laughs> anyway, I was gonna say that I think that I don't think I've dealt with intimidation mm-hmm. um, with other people's voices or perspectives, mm-hmm. um, but I think I've dealt with intimidation in terms of performing mm-hmm. or standing in front of or standing in front of people to present something. I think that I've been intimidated by rooms or by rooms that I've I've been in that I thought um, I guess other people kind of held a higher prestigious. Mm-hmm you know notion about themselves mm-hmm. um, and so i really don't like standing in front of people i don't like presenting i don't like giving presentations because you
1: exposing yourself i'm right exposing
0: now. myself it's ex- what time is it it's the hour to expose um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't like doing none of that stuff actually mm-hmm. i mean people say like oh my gosh you're like this is not me bragging about myself mm-hmm. guys this is what people have said mm-hmm. oh my gosh you're such a great speaker like mm-hmm. you're so articulate you know mm-hmm. how to say what you mean da-da-da-da-da. and i'm just like yo honestly I really be up there trying to figure out what I'm gonna say because it has to make sense, mm-hmm. and I think that stems from like me being like a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And which might also might be an insecurity thing, mm-hmm. um, because I want everything that that comes from me to be presented in a in a a, a, a well packaged way, mm-hmm. and so I think I've dealt with that when it came to I think around middle school or high school or college, um, because I wanted to be accepted. I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted people to like me. I wanted people to not think that I was too smart. I didn't want people to think I was too dumb either. It was mm-hmm. kind of like a, a double entendre, if that's the word phrase. that stuff i just didn't want i didn't want people um to not like me and Mm -hmm. so um even though i didn't want to pass the class it was like i would have to put on a different persona in order to give presentations or to talk in front of people and all this stuff just so like i could actually get it out so i think i was intimidated by room spaces as opposed to other people's perspectives and Mm -hmm. and their voice
1: that's interesting you said that you were afraid of coming off too smart mm-hmm. and then you didn't want to come off too mm-hmm. dumb
0: mm-hmm. is dumb the right word for I don't this think podcast it's, the right word it's not the right all. word we don't want to not offend that anyone smart. No, yeah not as smart not as, as you mm-hmm. really were my peers or yeah yeah so i think that's also because people i think that's also because of the way i carried myself so people mm-hmm. looked at me and was like yo this person actually should know all the information. This person should have it all together mm-hmm. because I presented myself as having it all together. Mm-hmm. So maybe I was actually intimidated to them,
1: Yikes.
0: which caused them to be intimidating to me oh my because God. of their expectations. So expectations cause intimidation. That's crazy.
1: Expectations.
0: Mm-hmm. That, you don't know where to go from there because it's I don't even it's know like... where to go from there because <laughs> yeah.
1: trying to manage everyone else's expectations and your expectations and your own mm-hmm. is. Uh, like it's so hard mm-hmm. because it's like now you have all of these expectations and now something is going to fall because something gets mismanaged yeah so how do you actually well, like how would you um
0: deal with like discovering that or, or advise
1: example? advise someone mm. who is battling with multiple expectations from themselves and from everyone mm-hmm. around them
0: well I would advise them to get over themselves yikes <laughs> that's my advice get over yourself mm-hmm. because at the end of the day um, our expectations are in no comparison, and we know this. Like we believe in God over mm-hmm. here on this podcast, mm-hmm. our our expectations of ourselves is are in no comparison to who God is. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like breaking in order to get through that, I had to really break through my understanding of what expectation was and mm-hmm. who I should ha- and who I should have that expectation of. Mm-hmm. So I had a higher expectation of myself. Than I had for anyone else, mm-hmm. which could have been because I was brought up in a Caribbean household mm-hmm. or an African American household. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always like, "Yo, we've been in the struggle for too long. Mm-hmm. We have opportunity now. We have expectations. Like, you need to go to school. You need to mm-hmm. go to college. You need to have straight A's. You need to do this." And I think that um, that allowed me to put pressures on myself that I wasn't ready to handle, mm-hmm. or I, I didn't even need to handle, but I took it on anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so my advice would be to like really get over yourself, understand, mm-hmm. and take on the 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 I guess knowledge that the only expectation that you that you need to live up to is God's Mm -hmm. and his expectation is perfected as you continue to like walk through life and Mm -hmm. as you continue to grow in him Mm -hmm. and grow in your relationship with him Mm -hmm. and so really I think that um what really worked for me is understanding that he is the only perfect one. Mm-hmm. That I was made to be faulty, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and accepting that. You preaching. I didn't want to, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Like mm-hmm. I was made to be faulty, um, and I was made to, to seek after his perfection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, a continuous, it's thing. a continuous thing. It's not gonna happen overnight, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that allowed me to give myself more grace. Mm-hmm. That allowed me to. I guess be open to the faults and the falls and mm-hmm. and the stuff that I didn't get right, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and it actually allowed me to depend on him more than I depended on myself.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So it was like
0: get over yourself. You're not that important.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I think it's like super duper interesting um, that you say that because I think it's so easy for us to depend on our own gifts, our own talents, the mm-hmm. things that we're good good and skilled at. Um because we're really not really trusting God with it all. Um Yeah. We're not really trusting God with it all. So I'm sitting here really thinking about instances where I began to work my gift and work my talent so bad that I was working myself out of stuff does that make sense Mm -hmm. like I was working my gift and talent so much that I feel like I began to rely on me and not rely on the guy that actually gave me the gift Mm -hmm. so I began to exhaust myself let me tell you exhaust myself mentally emotionally even physically because I believed that I had to do this thing all by myself and I don't think that I recognized at the moment that I felt like I had to do all of this on my own. Mm-hmm. When it comes to business, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to family, when it comes to it all, I did not realize at the time that I was doing it in my own strength, which caused me to be exhausted mm-hmm. and tired and feel fatigued. Let me tell y'all, because the devil be trying to come after my body, <laughs> y'all. So we just going
0: Just pray for Ashley, y'all. Pray, pray for, for me.
1: Her. Because, the re- like, for real, when I try to do this all in my own strength, I really begin to see things malfunction. And it's when I recognize that Oh, I really have to do this all in him Mm -hmm. by his strength, by his power, so that I can really get the things that he has called me to do done. Because Mm -hmm. he's not going to just call me to stuff and just leave me by myself to do it and to say, hey... You need to have, I want you to be a business owner. I want you to go into entrepreneurship and just leave me there. Mm -hmm. And then I'm exhausting myself out of it because now he's been left out of the equation to get me all the way through to the very end. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that exhaustion really came into play when I really tried to do it by myself. And he's like, "Don't do it by yourself, do it. I'm right here. I'm on your left. I'm on your right. I'm behind you. I'm in front of you. I'm all around you. <laughs> he got you, you covered. He got me covered. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but realizing that you ain't got to do this by yourself.
0: So, question: How did you? Because earlier, earlier, sorry, you said that um, you were intimidated. <clears throat> sorry, I'm choked. It's a whole lot going get some on right water. now. I need some more. Water. Well, I have coffee. You know, I have my coffee That's here tonight. Why. This is the holiday blend, y'all. Get into it. Oh my um, gosh. from Starbucks. Thank you, thank you, Starbucks. Um.
1: You didn't even drink it. I didn't even drink
0: it because I want to get my point out. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I
1: can't. Oh my
0: God. Okay, how did you overcome mm-hmm. intimidation? Earlier, you said that you were intimidated by other people mm-hmm. because of their perspectives; they would shut you down, mm-hmm. um, and so that made you not want to speak. What actually allowed you to gain your voice back?
1: Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question, And It is deep. Oh my God. Um, I think it was beginning to really trust what he placed on the inside of me to say. And that's not to say that intimidation doesn't try to show up every single day. Let me tell you, I'm fighting my way through intimidation all of the time, but I recognize the plan of the enemy. I'm not gonna try to preach at all, but Mm -hmm. like really recognizing that this is how he shows up in my life to silence and to muzzle me so that I don't release the things that are in the inside of me. But what I recognize is that what he, God has me to say and begin to release is greater than me. Mm -hmm. So I begin to look at it from the perspective of what's coming out is bigger than Ashley. It's mm-hmm. for the people that are listening. It's for the people that need to be impacted by what is coming out of my mouth. It's by the people. It's for the people who really need to be freed by what's about to come out. Because right. it's like when you're releasing something, you're all—they're also releasing something as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really not um, allowing intimidation to shut and cleave my mouth, but to really punch through it every single day. Let mm-hmm. me tell y'all, this is a fight that I really fight every single day because this is really a space where the enemy tries to trick me out of destiny and to trick me out of the things that god has called for my life. So it's literally punching it in the face every day, telling intimidation, no, you're a liar, Mm -hmm. because this is what the Lord told me to say. And it's really recognizing, again, that it's bigger than just me. It's about the people that need to hear it. It's about the people who need to come into contact with whatever I produce. Mm -hmm. So it's really getting past myself, like you said, Mm -hmm. and recognizing that it's bigger than me.
0: Yeah, that was really good. For me, I think that I had to uh, gain confidence in what I had to offer. Mm -hmm. So similar to what you said, I had to realize that I belonged in the room. Mm -hmm. I had to come to the understanding, like, yo, I was created... And the opportunity presented itself for me to literally stand here and to release whatever it is that I had to release. Whether that was um, a a description of what the class lesson was about or whether that was pitching my business or whether that was um, giving a presentation on branding. Like I was literally created and I had everything in that moment to release what it Mm -hmm. is that I've been given. And so I think that... I really had to step into the confidence like you have everything you need in this moment mm-hmm. because you're not doing it by yourself or mm-hmm. because you have faith in God or mm-hmm. because you had the literally, I feel like everything is purposed, right? Like I think time, all that stuff. If you create the moment yourself, that's a, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if the moment was created for you, once you step up to the plate, everything will come to fruition. Everything will come and happen the, the way it was in, God, intended it, God intended it to happen, mm-hmm. you know? You know what I'm saying, and so yeah, I really had to step into that confidence, and I think that that have really allowed me to get my voice back but also analyze my voice as well because mm-hmm. I'm just you know, I like to assess things and go mm-hmm. back and review. But I think that <laughs> stepping into these moments and stepping up to the plate and approaching um, my posts or whatever position that I was taking on at that moment mm-hmm. allowed me to really gain confidence in what I had to offer, confidence in my voice and it wasn't solely related to impact. I mean, it wasn't solely related to the response or the feedback that people gave me mm-hmm. but it was more so, under because sometimes you you get up there mm-hmm. and you get into rooms and situations and you're like yo, I'm giving my best and the feedback is sus. People looking at you like you got three, four heads mm-hmm. and they're looking at you like you don't know what you're talking about.
1: Imagine having have a three or four heads though.
0: That would be a lot. I don't <laughs> like, like dragons.
1: <laughs> Dragon. oh my gosh oh okay I'm not go like, yeah it. she's about
0: to go on a whole tangent I y'all. was this thinking is... about
1: Hercules when mm-hmm. he actually took down the three headed dragon yeah yeah it was thing take down your three headed dragon oh That God. that's actually intimidation take
0: down take
1: down uh-huh. the dragon slay it slay, slay the it. dragon slay it
0: amen that was good slay okay. it go ahead that's I don't remember what I was gonna say it's okay what was I it's gonna say fault. it is your fault because I definitely <laughs> forgot <laughs> <laughs> I was on I my way somewhere too um yeah definitely uh yeah confidence in Mm -hmm. my voice and um understanding that my voice has purpose and understanding that uh whatever mission that god has given my voice to to bring it's going to come to pass
1: is i like something that you said um you said you belong in the room Mm -hmm. um i know that our pastor talked about this a lot um in reference to actually being in the room there's Mm -hmm. like two spaces that you can occupy it's either that you're the one actually speaking in the room Mm -hmm. but then you also are the person first where you're in the room actually taking the temperature of the room Mm -hmm. and you're seeing what's going on and i'm trying to think like how do you begin to advise people who belong in the room and recognize which space they're occupying at that specific time like Mm -hmm. maybe you're not in the room to speak yet but you're in the room to actually give you're actually in the room to begin to look who's in the room who the people you should be networking and connecting Mm -hmm. with before it's actually time to launch out and be the one who's actually influencing the room
0: I think my advice that I would give people is to analyze the situation. Mm -hmm. I think that if we're in the room, we belong there. Mm -hmm. I think you made a good point. Should I speak in this room Mm -hmm. or should I have a seat at the table Mm -hmm. and and receive in Mm -hmm. this room? Mm -hmm. And I think that um, we should always take on the notion to receive first. Mm -hmm. I don't think we should be so quick to speak unless we've gone through the different rooms, unless we've gone through the appropriate channels and, and, and I guess, been given the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think sometimes we go through phases where, where it seems as if um, you can't speak unless you've been given the opportunity or you should speak if you haven't been given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I think, especially in entrepreneurship, as far as speakers are concerned, It's almost as if, like, yo, if they're not going to hear your voice, speak up anyway. Mm -hmm. Or wait for the opportunity for them to give you. I think that we should always be in a a posture to receive and serve, and then we should pour out after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think really just assessing the uh, assessing the situation looking around the room and seeing where people are mm-hmm. what it is what if you're in that room because you need to receive something that someone is saying mm-hmm. but you're so focused on mm-hmm. wait I have to speak next that you actually that you actually miss out on what it is that you're supposed mm-hmm. to receive the entire time mm-hmm. and so I think that just you know wisdom mm-hmm. would tell you like yo it's time to speak or no it's not time to speak yet mm-hmm. Um, and waiting for the opportunity but I would say that when you do speak make sure you you got something good to say <laughs> <laughs> when you do speak you need to speak with some strength huh?
1: speak okay talk up say yeah. it with your chest
0: say it with your chest um
1: but what i didn't like is pretty much what you were saying is we should always be students yes like we should always be in the room and in the places that god has sent us to all always learn always be in the space of learning of serving of giving of mm-hmm. taking away the things that you need to be able to take away from so that you're able to apply it and then when it is your time to finally say it with your chest mm-hmm. you're out here really impacting the way that god really desires for you to impact it but you You can't do that if you're not consistently learning Yeah, and you're not consistently being the student that you should be. Mm
0: -hmm. Or if you're consistently being intimidated by the room or the Mm -hmm. people that you're around. Like the whole point, well, not the whole point, but the the point that we really want to drive home with this episode was don't back down. Mm -hmm. Don't, uh, I guess... There's a phrase that I want to use, but I can't remember right now. But don't step away from the plate. Like, Don't approach it and um, get so intimidated that you actually back down. And then people are missing out on what you Mm -hmm. have to offer because you were afraid or because you were intimidated. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that we really need to overcome half of these things. Um, And most of it is really insecurity. Mm -hmm. Most of it is really insecurity and unsurety. And we really need to step up and be sure about ourselves, be sure about what we have to offer. Um, Whether it is in business or whether it is in our personal lives, be sure about your perspective even. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people are afraid of being heard or they aren't heard enough or weren't heard enough in their mm-hmm. lifetime. And so they're afraid to speak. They're they're afraid to voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to give their perspective. Mm-hmm. Similar to what, the situation you were in, you were mm-hmm. afraid to do so. Mm-hmm. But I really think that um, for influencers and entrepreneurs and business owners and people of influence or people that are sitting in a leadership position, mm-hmm. we really need to speak. The people are actually waiting to mm-hmm. hear your voice. Mm-hmm. And so if you back down from that, they're never going to to hear what you had to say you'll never be able to um, push them into the next level Mm -hmm. you'll never be able to influence their perspective you'll never be able to walk them into a life of of financial freedom you'll Mm -hmm. never be able to walk them into a life of emotional and 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 physical healing or freedom because you did not speak because you did not give your perspective because you didn't even talk about your past or your testimony Mm -hmm. um the scripture says i'm not gonna preach on this podcast
1: you but but we have overcome,
0: say. huh? Uh-huh. By the blood of the lamb, and, and what else? And what else? You tell me. By you the word the, of their
1: testimony. That
0: by the word <laughs> of their testimony, and I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like that is uh, that is so true, mm-hmm. like that is so true people mm-hmm. who have success stories mm-hmm. they're able to birth other success stories because they spoke about their success story mm-hmm. i can't say success y'all you but said it though, okay good it sounded like i didn't say it right <laughs> <laughs> but literally people who have success stories are able to help other people overcome because they share their success story mm-hmm. and we need to start sharing our stories mm-hmm. we need to start sharing how we've overcome we need mm-hmm. to start sharing how we got there mm-hmm. i think that um we have been f- so afraid of pouring back into our communities mm-hmm. or pouring back into the places that have that have groomed us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why that is. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's a fear of losing out or missing out or a fear of not having enough or even a fear of pouring out so much back into the community that you that you've grown from that you actually lose everything you've gained. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something
1: that we should pay attention to. Yeah, that was good. Um, you were speaking about something about stepping up to the plate. And I literally had this whole visual of a baseball game, and it's crazy if you're in the middle of a baseball game and the pitcher goes to pitch you the bit um the ball in order to hit, but you back away from it. Mm-hmm. But you were there. Your sole job was to not back away from the ball that was coming your way and to hit it to make sure that you make you strike a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's easy for us is that when that ball comes our way, it comes so fast. Sometimes it comes at us comes out us with such um. Four
0: Force or force speed. Force or mm-hmm. speed
1: that we back away from the things that a God is actually sending our way mm-hmm. and we're backing down because it's coming with the force, it's coming with the speed. And we actually think that we're going to miss because of our fears, mm-hmm. because of our insecurities. And it literally causes us to talk ourselves out of the very thing that we should be walking straight mm-hmm. into. Um, and I think that we're missing it sometimes when we get afraid of the things that are coming our way, whether that be in... Um, the things that were of your past. Like, sometimes people get so scared, they don't even want to say anything about their past because... The past scares them, but mm-hmm. like you just said, that it literally causes other people to come out and come into a new perspective, a new life, and begin mm-hmm. to really just be the person that they were called to be. Yeah. Um, but if we're backing away because it's coming at us, um, we're missing the mark. Uh,
0: yeah, we're definitely missing the mark. I was going to say that when it becomes more about you mm-hmm. rather than the people you serve, mm-hmm. that's how you know there's a, a real problem mm-hmm. here. You cannot be an influencer considering yourself only.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like in a baseball game, mm-hmm. they're a team. Mm-hmm. They're playing together. They all have different positions. They all have different responsibilities within mm-hmm. the game, but they are playing it together for one common goal, and right. that is to win. And if you're and, doing, mm-hmm. it,
0: go ahead. I was just gonna say, and at that moment, uh-huh. it was that it was the time for that player to to take the, to mm-hmm. approach the plate. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're hitting the ball, mm-hmm. if you're if you're supposed to have the bat and you're supposed to hit the ball. It's t- it's your time to it's do that. Time. So I feel like yeah, you shouldn't back away, you shouldn't back down from that.
1: Yeah, so recognize that it is your time to step up to everything that you have been called to do. Don't be muzzled by fear, by intimidation, mm-hmm. by the things of this world, but really step up to the plate so that you can be all that God has created you to be. Do the things,
0: do all the things, do
1: all of them <laughs> so that your impact in this world can be made and can be felt and can be seen. Because we live literally every time we create and every time we launch out we are shaking some things up Mm -hmm. we're making an impact so that other people can be affected by what we do yeah so that's that's it for today y'all
0: that was episode two y'all I hope you guys enjoyed it (laughs)
1: <laughs> I forgot what I was supposed
0: to say. Are you supposed to invite them to? <laughs> yes.
1: So yes, we cannot wait to experience another episode with you all for episode three next week. If you are not following us on Instagram, you can follow us at IDK, what podcast on Instagram. But also if you did not know our podcast is called, I don't know what to call a podcast. And that's because we, we don't want, know
0: what to call it. <laughs> we don't know what to call
1: it y'all, but we also want our community of listeners to begin to throw in some name ideas mm-hmm partner with us partner with us yeah. and begin to tell us what your um thoughts are in regards to a name so you can send that in the link in our description mm-hmm. um in that or email us or email us at idk what at gmail.com and we'll see you guys next week
0: we'll see y'all next week peace out y'all
1: Bye.